afternoon, gamblers. What's up, degenerates? This is Bro, 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 Bets, a podcast for degenerates, as you mentioned, Todd, by degenerates. We are here. It is a beautiful Tuesday, July 16th. We've been off the last few days. Um, we're dealing with some show shakeup. Jeffrey Gorman, the original Bro, Bro, Bro man himself, has, has left uh, Pat McAfee Incorporated. Uh, he decided that the internet was not for him. I'm not breaking news. Pat has a full explanation on today's Pat McAfee Show 2.0, if you already haven't listened to that beauty. Um, so it'll just be Todd and I for now. I believe we're going to have Gumpy call in. Tomorrow, Foxy's going to be in for uh, some uh, British Open picks. Nice. Um, so the show will go on. Don't you worry. Even though the original Bro Bro Man himself is gone, maybe should it be Bro Bro Bets? Oh, maybe I have to cut it down. Shit. Yeah, I never thought about well, it. Well, that's going to be... This is awkward now. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, wish Gorman all the best. Uh, He'll be fine. The man was He'll incredible at WNBA. I will not be picking up that slack. I will not be making WNBA Me picks. Will you, either. Doug? I'm not knowledgeable on the WNBA. Nope, and nor, nor do I want to become knowledgeable on the WNBA. It's nothing against the WNBA women. I just... Don't like watching it. I, I think my brain's full too. Yeah, yeah, no, brain is I don't full. Feel like I, I have to clear something else out to add it. And I, there's I nothing that I want to clear out to replace it with that. Right. With all that being said, today's show is brought to you by Tour Junkies. Hey, Tour Junkies! Great guys. The Tour Junkies are made up of two golf-loving guys out of Augusta, Georgia, who love to gamble on the PGA Tour. The Tour Junkies have a weekly show on DraftKings, SiriusXM, Fantasy Sports Radio, and tons of free articles on TourJunkies.com. If you listen to us. Bro, bro, bets. You probably love gambling. If you love gambling on the PJ Tour and haven't given the Tour Junkies podcast a listen, I mean, what are we doing here? The final major of the season is coming up with the Open Championship from Ireland, and the Tour Junkies have you covered on all things betting and DFS, daily fantasy sports. Mm, I mean, do you want to make some money or not? Seriously. And they invited me on their podcast, and I'll be honest, I was I got caught out of town and, and busy here. So I apologize to the tour junkies for not being able to come on. But if they want, if they want me to come on for the playoffs, I'll come on for the playoffs. I just wanted to apologize. Yeah, to you maybe guys. we reschedule. That's on me. Yeah, I'm an asshole sometimes. And then we get busy, and I got stuck up in South Bend. Things happen. The tour junkies put out a podcast every week, previewing the upcoming PGA Tour event in terms of course breakdown, key stats of playing well, who they like and don't like, and hot topics on the tour. Tour junkies podcast listeners of 2019 alone have won over one million dollars in daily fantasy sports and betting. Why sweat an impossible NFL parlay at 30 to 1 when golfers are winning tournaments at 125 to 1? Let's go. That's, I mean, those are pretty good odds. Those <laughs> really are pretty good, good odds. The Tour Junkies podcast doesn't just consist of tournament previews. The Tour Junkies have interviewed dozens of PGA Tour players, caddies, and golf personalities. So here's what I want you to do you go to tourjunkies.com slash heartland. You enter your name and your email, and you enter to win a brand new custom tailor made driver. I did it yesterday. I went to the website. Mm-hmm. It's right there. It's the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. You just put your name, your email, and you can get a brand new custom tailor-made driver. That's tourjunkies.com slash heartland. Enter your name and email and check out their podcast for the Open Championship released on July 15th, which happens to be yesterday. Hear your name called for the tailor-made driver. The Tour Junkies podcast can be found on (laughs) iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Good for them. We'll do our... uh, It's a great podcast. We'll do our open picks tomorrow. As I said, we'll bring Foxy in here. We'll get that done. Um, so today, since we're not doing WNBA, Todd, we are not. What do you say we do a little MLB? Let's do it. Baseball. Give me your best bet for MLB. I'm gonna go Cleveland minus the one and a half versus Detroit. It's a good pick. 
The Tigers are starting Ryan Carpenter. He's 1-5, 8.38 ERA. He faced Cleveland on June 14th and took an owl. He yeah. lasted three innings, gave up eight hits and six runs, where Zach Plesek is starting mm-hmm. for the Indians. Yep. Uh, he's 2-1 and one at home with a 3.26 ERA. Feel really good about him. He averaged just under seven innings per game in each of those. He faced Detroit at home on June 23rd and got the win, throwing seven innings, allowing only five hits and one earned run. Hey, that is a great best bet. There we go. My best bet. I am going to go with Boston minus the one and a half. I'm going Ooh. Boston minus the run line. Andrew Kashner, who was on the Baltimore Orioles, was just acquired by the Boston Red Sox. On Baltimore, he went nine and three. And Baltimore oh. is is an absolute dumpster fire. Toronto is 20th last 30 days versus right-handed pitching. Great stat. Kashner happens to be a right-handed pitcher. He started twice against Toronto this season so far. He's gone 13 innings and has given up one earned run. Mm. Okay, nice little stat for you there. Boston is number two versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Jay Wagespack. I don't even know how to fucking say his name. He's only, <laughs> for a good reason, he's only pitched nine innings uh, on the year, and he's got a five ERA, so I am going with Kashner to be rejuvenated with a winning organization. There's no reason to learn how to properly pronounce his name. He's no, not no, going to no. be around very long. Guys pitch nine innings no, all year long. So stop. that's my best bet. Do you have other bets, Todd? I do. Uh, Arizona at Texas. I'm okay. taking the first five under. Hey, five and a half runs. Too. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. a little double stamp there. Yep. Well, let's see if I, we are picking that for the same reasons. Um, lefty Alex Young starts for the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. 2-0, 0.6 ERA, 13.1 innings pitched in three games, allowing only three hits and one earned run. The Rangers are 17th in the league hitting against left-handed pitching since June 1st. And then Lance Lynn starting for the Rangers, 12-4, 3.69 ERA. He's pitched six innings against the D-backs this season and has allowed just four hits and one earned run. Yep, as you said, Alex Young, he's got three starts uh, this year. And since he's been called up and he's been absolutely unbelievable with that .68 ERA. So you said Texas was what since June 1st as far as hitting versus uh, lefties? Uh, 17th in the league. Let me help you out here. Okay. Since June 16th. Oh. So 30 days, mm-hmm. they are 30th, dead last versus left-handed pitching. Holy shit. We yep. got a stat update. Stat update. And like you said, Lance Lynn, 12-4, 2.9 ERA in June, 1.29 in July, 1.50 versus the D-backs. That's a double stamp for us on the Texas. And I mean, he's as hot as anybody Arizona right under. Now. First five, under five. And, uh, under five and a half is a good number, too. Yeah. For there. I feel like they're being very generous there. Take advantage. Take uh, that first five under. All right. So I am going with another first five under. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going Miami. Yeah. The Marlins. Okay. Yeah. And the San Diego Padres. Yeah. Under four and a half. Um, be careful because that's dropping. Um, just saw it drop to four. Uh, Logan Allen. In his first two starts, had a 1.3 ERA, and then he got beat up a little in his next start, and then they moved him to the pen. Uh, but they're bringing him back into the starting lineup after the break, so I'm hoping he reverts back to his first two starts. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's him, Logan Allen, going for the Padres against Miami. Mm-hmm. Here's who I'm go- who I'm on here though the the phenom Jordan Yamamoto. Yes, five starts, three zero. In those five starts, he's given up four earned runs. Here's a little bit, a little bit better for you though. 
in his five starts, he's started three night games. He's pitched 20 innings in those three night games and has given up zero earned runs. Tonight oh. happens to be a, uh, a night game. So I'm going with uh, the under four and a half for that reason. I like that. And for all the reasons you listed above, I took Miami yep. first five plus the half. I went yeah. extra safe here. I did, Yama, you know, in case we end up zero zero. Yep, yep. But Yamamoto is not losing these first five innings. I agree. And I love the under as well. I almost went with that. I edged toward just taking Yamamoto and the Marlins. See, I just. What is that plus half? Plus half is only minus 135. So it's yeah. not terrible at all. So for that reason, I took I took my under four and a half out of the cup of coffee day parlay because I actually like your your first five plus a half bet better. Okay. Um, and then my last bet of the of the evening is strictly for this reason. Drew Pomeranz is really, really bad. Really bad. Lambert is really, really bad. Really bad. But the over under is 14 runs for this game. Giants Rockies over under 14 runs. I'm going under just out of principle. Colorado is 25th versus left-handed pitching, and the Giants are 21st versus right-handed pitching. So it's not like these are two incredible hitting teams. Um, and I know the pitchers are really bad, but, oh, it just it's a 14 and a half now. Oh, man. So I'm going under the 14 and a half just because that number got to. is fucking ridiculous. Anytime I see that. I like to take it. I mean, sometimes it bites you, but I feel like you're usually on the right side. The next highest number on the board today, and there's only one of them, is 11. So that's it's three and a half runs more than any other game on the on the on the lineup today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just going for it for that reason. What okay. else? What else you got? My last pick: the Dodgers first five minus the half okay. at Philadelphia. I got it at minus 130. I don't know exactly where it's sitting right now, but Walker Bueller. Is on the hill for the Dodgers, 8-1, 3.46 ERA. He's a righty, and since June 1st, the Phillies are one of the worst teams in the league hitting against right-handed pitching at home. They're 26th in the league hitting against right-handed pitching at home, and they're facing Walker Buehler. I mean, come on. The Phillies are starting righty Vince Velasquez, 2-5, 4.63 ERA, and since June 1st, the Dodgers are third in the league hitting against right-handed pitching on the road. Absolutely fantastic stat, Todd. Thank you, sir. And, and great pick. I watched, uh, they were on ESPN last night, uh, Phillies and Dodgers, so mm-hmm. I got a chance to watch them. Boy, was it It was an absolute dumpster fire for the Phillies. They lost 16-2. to two. Yeah. Um, there was one inning where the Phillies just, they, they couldn't, there was like four infield hits, four errors, a couple pass balls. Uh, they weren't legging out singles. The Phillies just look like they're not trying. The Dodgers look like they try very hard. Plus, they have incredible talent with Walker Bueller on the mound. Plus, that lineup. Mm-hmm. I love the pick, Todd. Absolutely right. love. The Thanks, pick. buddy. Oh yeah, I mean that's what I mean. That's Feel what we're pretty here good for. about it. I would tell you if I didn't like it, I really would. Good, but you know, I need I need honest feedback. Well, we're on the same side a lot a lot of these because uh, true. We kind of have the same similar methods to to looking things up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we both use here's here's how we'll kind of I'll give you a little look behind the curtain on how we look at things. We first look at the lines, see who's going, pitching stuff like that. Um, and then MLB.com is incredible for pitchers splits. That's right. where we get uh, their ERA in June, their ERA in July, uh, night day, who they how they've been against the team that they're facing. So uh, ESPN is good for the splits as far as pitching splits. And then we use Fangraphs.com for hitting uh, the last 30 days. 
uh, relief pitching the last 30 days. You can put in any time frame you want. Uh, so we use that. And then we have the um, teamrankings.com for that. We used to use it a lot more for basketball, but it's like how they are off of day rest, how they are uh, on the road, just against the spread you know records. It's fun researching. Yes, it is. I recommend you do as much research as possible, but also listen to this podcast yeah, yeah, in the absence of that or in addition to. And then, as always, myaction.app slash bro bro bets. Yep, that's it. Myaction.app slash bro bro bets. Follow along. Follow along on hey, there. Hey, how about Giolito and Castillo letting me down last night absurd. in fucking first five? For absurd. I mean, that, how do you lose both of those? That hasn't happened in all year long, to be, yeah, to be it's honest. It's fucking incredible. Um, especially I think it has something to do with those black holes <laughs> about ready to merge or bump into each other. That's something to do with that. It'd be pretty right? awesome if uh, the aliens came out and played sports, though. Oh, I bet they're really good at sports. I don't know. But I feel like it's all the sports we don't want to watch because they're super smart, so it's like brain. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like ping pong. Pieces of shit. Shit like that. Pieces of shit. All right. So that's uh, those are our picks for MLB today. So let's do our cup of coffee a day parlay. Do it. Cleveland Indians, minus one and a half from Todd, minus 130. Red Sox, minus one and a half from me, minus 115. Uh, Diamondbacks, Texas Rangers, under five and a half, first five. That was a double stamper. Miami Marlins, plus the half. Love it. Uh, that was the first five. Giants, Rockies under 14 and a half. It's just too high of a number. And the Dodgers, first five minus the half. Uh, that is five to win $182.56. There we go. I mean, when's the last time you've turned down $180, Todd? Uh, I've never turned down $180. Exactly. Something to think about. Uh, to finish up our uh, division preview, Todd and I are here to wrap up the AFC North. Sorry, that wasn't right. That was what we started with. The, the AFC and NFC West. West. Yeah. Um, West. AFC West. Do you want to start there? Who's sure. your number four team in the AFC West? I'm going to go with the Raiders. Yep. I, I yep. think uh, it's going to be an abortion here. You know, it all hinges <laughs> on Derek Carr. And, you know, if he can play the way he did in 2015, they'll be scary because yep. they have some weapons. But um, he hasn't been that guy since, and I, I don't see it happening now. Plus, don't you think there's just – a lot of distractions going on for a team that's trying to climb its its way out of the shitter. Yes. Like with uh, being on hard knocks, they're, going, they're moving to Vegas next year. I just think there's too much going on. And how? And then A.B., I think, adds fuel to that fire once they're like one and four and he's not yeah. getting the receptions that he wants because mm. Derek Carr isn't going to hit him like Roethlisberger did. A lot of personalities on that team. Yeah. A.B., perfect. Richie Incognito. The team has to travel. I think it's seven games that they play a one o'clock start in the East Coast, mm, which is never good for teams traveling fuck. from the West Coast. No. They have the number one hardest schedule, according to uh, the preseason, based on records from last year. Uh, they also have to go to uh, England to play a game. The, 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 deck is, the deck is stacked against the Raiders this year. And I don't, I just don't see it going. Well, their their defense was terrible last year. Yeah. I didn't see it getting. It didn't get any better no, this offseason. No, it's going to be suspect at best. Yeah. Um, and then the offense. I think the offense could be could be okay. Mm -hmm. They've added some. They've added some nice pieces there. But it all depends on Derek Carr being protected because when Derek Carr is not protected, watch out. He just yeah. yeah he, he cries. <laughs> I mean, he cried last year. We, we saw them. We, we saw the man cry. Um, so that's the number four team. Who are you going uh, third? Uh, I'm going with the Broncos. Same. Um, 
Yeah, I just I. I don't know, man. Like I know they got the offensive line coach from your your oh, Steelers. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, great coach by the way. Yeah, great coach, a huge addition. This should improve a questionable line. I think that's in. A, and they got some talented players. Um, the combo of Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman, great. I really Good like. I mean, yep. I think it's a great backfield. Mm-hmm. Flacco has plenty of weapons. Yep. I do like, you know. Yeah, he's Flacco, but I think we're going to see maybe the best Flacco we've seen. Maybe in a while. he's rejuvenated. Yeah, maybe I Joe's mean, rejuvenated. I mean, but he's still Flacco. So even like uh, with the weapons he has and everything, say everything goes well for the Broncos, I still think maybe they're at eight wins. Now that he's out of my division, in my my division, I mean the uh-huh. AFC North, Flacco. That is, I kind of I, I kind of find myself rooting for the guy. I, I hope, yeah, I I've hope hated he has him. a good I've time. I've hated him for so, 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 so long, and I talked so much shit on him. Right. Because he, he was good for one year, and then he got fucking mm-hmm. paid, and then he fucking fell off a cliff. Yeah. But hopefully he has fun in Denver. Hopefully they have a he decent He is year. really good. I'm at, a big Elway guy, so, you know, yeah, I he, want him to do well. And uh, the light air, thin air, he's really good at throwing it far and getting mm-hmm. pass interference calls, so maybe <laughs> you'll get a few of those. Um, defense is always good. I mean, I think the Denver Broncos will be a solid team. They're mostly at three because the two teams in front of them, I think, are very good. Uh-huh. Um, and I have them at a coin toss between the Chargers yeah, and the Chiefs. Really is. Patrick Mahomes is an absolute fucking stud. Yeah. Um, they lost Kareem Hunt, which I, it worries me a little bit, but I think the, the, it really, really, I, I had this team taking a steep dive if Tyreek Hill, anything happened to him with suspension or anything like that, but it looks like he's going to be okay. Oh, yes. He's, it seems that he's way. He's going to miss games. If okay. Tyreek Hill misses games, um, trouble. good uh, luck. Yeah. Because, I mean, Travis Kelsey's good. Is he? How is he coming off the injury, do you think? It'll be fine. It'll no be problem? Fine. No, Back where he was? Okay. Uh, Sammy Watkins, not bad. Not whatever. Mm-hmm. I, but I, their, their problem last year was their defense. I don't know if they got any. They got Tyron Matthew, but I don't know if that what that does for the team. Um, yeah. So if anything, if I had to go one A one B, I think the Chiefs. I'm going to put it one B because I think the Chargers are just such a well rounded, really really good at every position team. I, I, that's exactly what I did. I think that that the defense is going to leave the Chiefs vulnerable. I don't think we'll see Mahomes having quite the year he had last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying he's going to have a sophomore slump. I think he's he's elite enough. He's past that. Yes. But um, he's he's facing a few more challenges than he was mm-hmm. uh, with with the tools around him than he was last year. So I think you're going to see him come down a little bit. And when you mix the fact that their man their defense is really bad last year, that uh, really I, I think they're going to they're going to drop a, a couple games that we wouldn't have expected. I agree. I I think we're on the same page there with the the AFC West. We've got Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders in that order. Uh, NFC West. I'll let you start with the number four team. I think we're on the same page here. If I had to guess, yep. Chirp, chirp. The Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. They got uh, they got Kyle Murray. It'd be exciting to see him play. <laughs> I think Kingsbury was five hundred last year for Texas Tech. We'll yep. see how that goes. Yep. I just, I don't, first, don't have much uh, hope for these first five hundred college football coach to ever. Yeah. Just jump into the NFL. <laughs> I like Kingsbury though, but I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean. I, you know, our, our buddy AQ's there. I hope great yep. things for, for his sake. But, boy, I'm just not very optimistic about it. No, I'm not either. I mean, it just – I don't know what's going on there. They're, they're going to be a few years. So yeah. So, let's just – Well, they'll get, they'll get the first-round draft pick. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably so. again. Um, so, yeah. Well, yeah. Cardinals at four. 
Mm-hmm. Number three, three was a toss up, kind of. Uh, oh, really? Maybe not. I don't. I have the 49ers. Yeah, I do too. I just don't think they have the the um, the weapons at wide receiver um, that they need to. Uh, I just and Garoppolo's coming off an injury. How good is he? When he went to the Niners, then they won like six straight. Yeah, everyone was in love with him. I still need to. I still need to see a full season from Jimmy to before I fully trust them. I think he's a big question mark for sure. I do like Jarek McKinnon. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, big fan of him. I think that their their secondary. I think they have it's, everybody back, and they didn't really make any improvements it's not there. Good. But they did improve their pass rushing situation. Um, you know, the Boza now, mm-hmm. so um, maybe that takes some pressure off of them. But I don't think I didn't see anything to make me think that they are going to even push the Rams and Seahawks. Yeah, like a wide receiver, Marquise Goodwin, I think I think is good. But like besides that. I, George Kittle is really, really good. Yes. Me and George Kittle, we're, we're good friends. Great of, friends, you guys are. Because of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And I love George Kittle, and I think he's really, really fucking good. But I need – I also, they got they got McKinnon. They also got Tevin Coleman, Matt Breida. They got weapons in the backfield. I think the offense is going to be okay just based on the play calling. Mm-hmm. And then I, I honestly do like the defense, but I just like – if anyone's going to fall back. they, they that why The reason why it was a toss-up – was because I don't know what direction. I honestly have no idea what direction Seattle's trending in. Mm-hmm. I they were, I don't know. I Seattle Seattle is an enigma to me, right? Because it's not like they have anyone really as far as as weapons either. If I'm if I'm gonna shit on the 49ers for not having weapons, I mean, if you look at well, I think the difference there in my mind is Russell Wilson is such a weapon. Correct. I mean, he is what he is now off the field. On the field, I'll always be a huge fan. Just, uh, you know, he just creates his own plays. Obviously, somehow, he just got that slide. He never gets hurt. I mean, it's incredible. He's got DK Metcalf now. Um, we'll yeah, see. that's what I'm saying. Carson and Penny in the backfield. Yeah, yeah. so the back I mean, the backfield's good. Their defense is but they're so wide, But their wide receivers and tight ends, like Nick Vanett, tight mm-hmm. end, Will Disley, those – Ed Dixon, those those names don't really scare you. That wide receiver, DK Mephic, or sorry, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Do they really? You don't know what DK Metcalf is going to be. What about yet. what about the defense? The defense, because like, it's not the defense that it was, but it's still good. They got Ziggy Yansa, Deron mm-hmm. Dr- Reed, very good. Uh, Bobby Wagner is incredible. KJ Wright's good. Shaquille Griffin's good. Uh, Trey Flowers is good. So I do like. I, you know what? The more I look at these rosters, I might I might trust the 49ers more, to be honest. But no, I mean, I think I stick with Russell Wilson because he'll win games just because he's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And then Rams number one. I, I have them flip-flopped. Oh, you don't have yeah. the Rams one. You have Seattle. I do. I think wow. it, there's going to be a game difference between them, and I give wow. the edge to Seattle. I just look for – I don't know, man. I just It's probably the dumbest – pick <laughs> I, i've done because i've gone very conservative i thought with well, it's these like my it's picks, like my it's like my vikings pick in the north this is yeah i just i mean i just think, got a feeling i think that the the patriots showed everybody the blueprint on how to shut down um that explosive rams offense sure. i think it's figured i don't think golf is strong enough to um to 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 overcome you know a defense that, okay. that is ready for him uh, are ready for their offense. I, I just, man, Gurley's knees in question. Maybe you know. I guess, I guess to me, it's on. It's Gurley. Like, 
if he if he just has an incredible year and doesn't doesn't suffer injury, yeah. then probably they they end up number one. If he is in and out and he has continuing problems with that knee, then I I think the Seahawks I mean, surprise people. I just go Rams because they have by far the most talent: Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks, and then Gurley, obviously, and then on the defensive side. Fucking Brockers, Aaron Donald, Dante Fowler, Corey Littleton, Clay, Ma- Clay Matthews is now there. Marcus mm-hmm. Peters is there. Eric Weddle's there. Tlaib, Robbie Coleman. It's they're they're fucking loaded. You know what else makes my pick extra dumb is I'm pretty sure the Seahawks have an incredibly hard schedule. Probably <laughs> like the hardest in the division. So, but we'll see. We'll see. The uh, the AFC sorry NFC West plays the AFC North this year. So yeah. those two not those are pretty two decent divisions um going against each other so yeah it'll be exciting to see i like todd i like you going out on a limb it's really yeah it's really a coin flip to me but i just so i'm going to go with my gut my gut says the rams are going to fall a little farther back than people because i I think in my in my explaining i I think i switched to the 49ers and seahawks i think i'm going seahawks three 49ers two and the rams one and you got the you got the seahawks at one (laughs) yeah so but hey that's the beauty of this league with no one like i said yesterday nobody fucking who knows all right, so that's the uh, that's our division recap. We went through all of them. Hopefully, uh, I will. I haven't written down, so we'll go back and we can check those to see how nice. how we are about halfway through the season or whatever. Yeah. And uh, good luck. Good luck. Pay him. Pay that man his money. <laughs>